0: Welcome to Female Flow Podcast with me, your host, Jessie Bright, registered nutritional therapist and female health specialist, where we'll be diving deeper into female hormones and conditions such as PCOS, endometriosis, PMS, acne, hypothyroidism, and so much more. So we can go from hormone chaos to hormone harmony and really feeling at home in our body. We'll be touching on nutrition, lifestyle, mindset, and really taking a holistic approach to female hormones. So I really look forward to you joining us and let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are talking all about PMS, premenstrual syndrome, what used to be termed PMT or premenstrual tension. Now the chances are either it's something that you've experienced or you know someone um, close to you that suffers with it. It's thought that around half of women still menstruating will suffer with some kind of symptoms during their cycle. So whether that's mood issues, bloating, cravings, fatigue, um, and depression. But Just because it's common does not mean that you have to put up with it. So I thought I would give you my lowdown on PMS and how you can can regain control of it. So to start with, the most common PMS symptoms, and there's many, many symptoms associated with PMS, but the most common ones are acne or breakouts. Tender breasts, fatigue, water retention, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, nausea, headaches or migraines, backache, cravings, mood swings, brain fog, um, and anxiety or depression. So quite far-reaching symptoms, and when um, these symptoms are severe, you it may be that you're diagnosed with PMDD, so premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So when does PMS happen? So when women can suffer with PMS at any time, from kind of puberty up until kind of uh, fi- the final menopause, and it's particularly common during the perimenopause. So that time when um, our hormones are fluctuating quite considerably, considerably before um, we enter the perimenopause, and um, we no longer have our cycle. Um, and it can often appear with quite a vengeance in that perimenopause period, so most PMS symptoms strike up to two weeks before your period, and then they often disappear once your period starts. So it can feel like it really is governing kind of most of your month. Um, so with that, what are the causes of PMS? And PMS isn't just about female hormones. There are multiple factors that contribute to your symptoms. So. To start with, there's estrogen progesterone imbalance. So ideally we would like a lovely, nice ratio of estrogen to progesterone when our hormones are balanced and they fluctuate throughout the month, but hopefully a balanced fluctuation. Um, But however, this really can vary Um, and an imbalance in either of these two hormones can cause PMS symptoms, especially the kind of cramping, bloating, breast tenderness and mood swings. Um, another contributing factor is a sluggish liver. So our liver is fab. It's there to as our natural detoxification process or one of them. But when our liver is kind of overburdened with um, chemicals, whether that's in household products, our makeup, um, our environment, toxins, medications, alcohol, um, or other waste products, it can really affect how your hormones are detoxified and eliminated and they kind of get shoved further back um, in the queue. So this can then upset the delicate balance of estrogen and progesterone and cause on knock-on impacts and therefore symptoms as well. Another biggie is blood sugar imbalance. So if your diet is high in sugar or refined carbohydrates, your blood sugar may be out of balance and kind of riding on that roller coaster you may also have too much insulin running around um, to kind of try and combat that which can be quite inflammatory in excess but also can lead to an increase in estrogen levels and therefore kind of impacting symptoms as well nutrient deficiencies so there's so many nutrients that are needed for a smooth monthly cycle and if your diet is lacking or stressed out and are kind of using up our supply um can easily become deficient those key nutrients um that often we see d- see deficiencies in and um, i often see magnesium zinc b vitamins vitamin d iron and folate but it's really easy to get those tested um and it's something i often do with clients low serotonin we need serotonin t- to boost our mood and our energy um Reduce cravings, manage pain, all of the kind of key symptoms of PMS. So, if you're spending a lot of time um, indoors, uh, you're nutrient deficient, or you have digestive is- issues, is that our gut health plays a big role in serotonin production? It could be that you are low in serotonin. Stress is another one, so, too much cortisol can suppress our sex hormones um, and mess with our uh, brain neurotransmitters, including serotonin, and that can then really have knock-on impacts to your cycle as well. Gut disorders, I have touched on that, but there are many, many hormones that are regulated in our gut. So if our gut isn't happy, our hormones definitely won't be happy either. Um, And weight as well can also be a contributing factor. So if you're overweight or obese, this can actually increase your chances of suffering PMS but also if you're um, too underweight, you're more at risk of missing periods, um, what's known as amenorrhea. So there is you know, a, fine, a fine balance. And it's probably not just one thing, it's probably a, a, a culmination or a an accumulation of, of multiple things. So with that being said, what are the natural solutions to PMS? So top one, a biggie is eat hormone-friendly foods. So eat real whole foods, lots of healthy fats, good quality protein, low GL carbs, so more kind of complex carbohydrates, those whole grains, um, rather than the refined kind of white and fluffy carbohydrates, plenty of veg, so that we're keeping our blood sugars in balance and our insulin levels in balance as well. Now, if this is hard, um, the best, my absolute top tip is to make a daily smoothie with really really good quality proteins um, and and a mix of veggies to really get your nutrients in and if you want some smoothie inspiration then I will pop a link to my um, power pack smoothie recipes um, in the show notes so that you can grab a copy of those Um, and I I don't normally advocate snacking I try and move away from it because it does have an impact on our blood sugar levels but for the week running up to your period, you may feel more hungry and need that kind of energy or nutrient boost. So to snack on things like nuts, seeds, hummus and oat cakes or um, veggie sticks, particularly raw carrot as it contains a fibre that's really great for detoxifying oestrogen and supporting our gut with oestrogen detoxification or low sugar fruits, so berries, a really great option. Try cycle syncing. That's. um, I mean, it's not going to be the the an absolute game changer, but it's really important in kind of an overall perspective um, throughout the month. So eat, exercise, and plan your activities according to your four phases of your cycle. So there's the menstruation, follicular, ovulation, and luteal phase. And I will be touching more um, about cycle syncing in a um, in an episode because it's really important to kind of recognise what phase we're in and to be in tune with with that, as that can really, really help with symptoms. Support your liver, so reducing caffeine, alcohol, processed foods, sugar, especially in the week or so before your period is due, which, as I touched on, often you are feeling more hungry, but try not to opt for those kind of processed sugary foods, as that really won't help not only your liver, but your blood sugar regulation as well drinking plenty of water to make sure you're hydrated, include lots of cruciferous vegetables in your diet as they are absolutely fab at supporting our liver to detoxify excess um, estrogen. So that's things like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, chard, rocket, watercress, and brussels sprouts as well, to name a few stress management. So ideally we want to be switching off that fight or flight response every day, whether that's with some mindfulness, relaxation, whether that's reading, music. I love to recommend clients turning the music up on their way home from work and just belting out their favorite song because I really feel that's a great way of kind of switching off from from work and helping to kind of wind down for, for the afternoon evening. Laughter, walking in nature, yoga, Epsom salts, or whether it's gardening, knitting, doing a puzzle, whatever works best for you, but try and incorporate oh, 10 minutes at least every day of something that's just kind of, gonna help support and nourish you in that way. Increase serotonin and melatonin as um, serotonin is the precursor of melatonin our sleep hormone. So that really is important about um, maintaining a daily, a really good daily circadian rhythm. So getting daylight in every day, that's how our serotonin is stimulated. So we really need to be getting daylight in first thing in the morning. So whether that's a brisk walk or sitting um, outside with a cup of tea, depending on the time of the year, or just opening your back door and just kind of t- taking five minutes, first thing to really allow that sunlight to um, to kind of help stimulate um, our serotonin and cortisol levels. Make sure your body gets that message um, to make sel- melatonin your sleep hormone by not going to bed too late. Ideally around 10, 10.30 we need to make sure our bedroom is dark and avoid gadgets and screens with the blue light which blocks our melatonin ideally two hours before bed, but um, at least an hour. And ultimately, we also need to be making sure that we're supporting our gut. So remember to chew your food. Ideally, 15 um, chews per mouthful to really make sure that our enzymes are helping break down our food and we can extract the nutrients that we're eating. Digestion really does start in our mouth. So also including some probiotic food, so that's when that's live yogurt, kefir, kombucha, sauerkraut, miso. Um, diversify your veggies, so really eating the rainbow of color. The more the merrier for your gut bugs, honestly, when it comes to, to fiber and, and veggies. Um, or if you are really struggling and you have been struggling for a while with your, with your gut health, then maybe working with a practitioner, someone like myself, where we can take um, a detailed stool test or even go on kind of symptom and medical history if your gut isn't happy so we can identify the root cause of your issues. And then finally, there might be some supplements that um, can be really helpful to kind of give your hormones a boost. So touching on magnesium, that is a really fab um, way to kind of support mood and cramping and energy levels as well. So whether that's um, using uh, as a supplement or something like Epsom salts and having um, a bath with some Epsom salts in, ideally a cup um, of, of salts in your bath, That because we can absorb magnesium through our skin. So that's a really, really lovely way of, of doing it. Also a really good quality multivitamin that includes all active B vitamins, the whole spectrum, and all minerals. And supplement quality can vary massively. So I would really um, encourage you to invest in a good quality one, not just something from um, a supermarket, as often they are um, not as as good a quality uh, as you would like or would give you the support that you need. Um, Vitamin D, whether it's worth getting your vitamin D levels checked is a fat soluble vitamin so I wouldn't go ahead and kind of supplement high dose without knowing what your levels are Um, but whether that's something that you your GP has recently tested or you can get checked or better you you can do a home test um, for about 30 pounds just to check what your vitamin D levels are um, so that you can kind of help support those but it is important that there are cofactors involved with um, us being able to to utilize vitamin D so we want to be making sure that we're getting vitamin K2 in, and obviously magnesium is a really good support there as well in terms of uh, regulating our vitamin D levels. Um, Antioxidants or liver support, um, again, there's lots of foods that can support that, the rainbow of veggies and and fruits, berries or fab, um, and there are some Great liver support supplements, but it is really important to know what medications that you're on rather than just supplementing, um, as they could have some form of interaction, including if you are on um, any form of contraceptive as well. Um, whether that's some um, adrenal support, if you are feeling stressed, there are some lovely, really nourishing adaptogens, things like ashwagandha, rhodiola, L theanine, which is a compound in green, green tea. Um, But again, be cautious if you are on medications. It is worth working with the practitioner so that you can make sure that it's not exacerbating or interacting with your existing medication. Um, Omega-3 fats, so that includes EPA, DHA, DHA, and GLA, help with inflammation and pain. So um, whether that's some lovely fish oil or algae oil will be really lovely there as well. And some other really great... um, supplements but i would say those are the top ones and if you want any more support or advice then please do reach out um my my email is info at naturallybrightnutrition.co.uk if you just want a bit more um, information or book in a free chat just to have a, um, a chat about what what your current situation is then um absolutely um get a call booked in and we can chat further so i hope that really helps us with pms there are to see that there's lots of kind of contributing factors it isn't just one thing but there are lots of ways that we can support it through um, our diet and our lifestyle so i look forward to speaking to you next week for um our next episode but in the meantime have any questions then do just reach out speak to you soon